it's like oh and like they maybe bring up oh i saw your dinner you know real responsible of you and then i could just picture the girl being like hey adulting hashtag adulting but not just writing it saying it you know the millennial generation is as follows welcome to surrounded by idiot radio podcast Yes, it's that time again. Welcome back to the Surrounded by Idiots radio podcast, Millennial Talk. This is uh, uh, this week. You've got uh, both Tony and Lexi. Hey, Lex, how's it going? What's up? How are you? Doing well. And I want to jump right into this because this is. Uh, I, I want to talk about adulting, and the reason why I want to talk about it is two reasons. Number one, I really don't know why this exists, and number two, I'm wondering if it's a good thing or a bad thing. So I'm going to jump right in. And uh, kind of give it a whirl, and then I'm going to throw it to you. And I really, really want your opinion. Sweet, on I have this, opinions. Right? I have some I, of those. That's quite a surprise. What I want to ask is, you know, why was adulting created by the millennial generation, and is it a good thing or a bad thing? Now, the definition, it's not in any regular dictionary, obviously, but it is in Urban Dictionary. And in Urban Dictionary, it indicates it's to do grown up things and hold responsibilities, such as a nine to five job mortgage and rent, a car payment, or anything else that makes one think of grown-ups. Now, for the record, this concept was never before given a word to describe the transition between being a dependent kid or an adolescent to an adult. Generations before millennials tackled the increasing responsibility as it laid itself out in front of us. Uh, it was my generation right. and the one before. Now, I guess you could say that it was just assumed and accepted that everyone's life is different and we as 20-something Gen Xers or Boomers at the time, we just either deal with what's in front of us or ask somebody uh, for help if we felt as though it was over our head, like we weren't mature enough or we just didn't know. You know, like asking your dad something if you don't, you know, know and, you know, whatever. Right. And so, I'm glad you bring that up. So, yeah. And it, well, so now uh, you millennials <laughs> have given this transition a name as adulting and it's become part of the zeitgeist and i wanted to throw zeitgeist in there because i love that word yeah. and i like to use it as much as i can and basically you know zeitgeist it's the general intellectual moral and cultural climate it describes a, a something that's going on like in in society it's like a, you know it's, it's like a narrative of society so i want to i want to make mention of this every major magazine and social news site that i looked at when i went on to to and when you looked at stuff appears to have taken one side or another with adulting. It's like hashtag adulting is practically trending 24-7 on Twitter. And there's like millions hashtag adulting. BuzzFeed, Elite Daily, Uproxx, Huffington Post, they've all used adulting as a descriptor, as a descriptor to steps to help you become an adult, become a better adult, or as a quiz to determine if, in fact, you are already an adult and you're not aware of it. Now, there was also a book written in 2013 called Adulting, How to Become a Grown-Up in 468 Easy-ish Steps, uh, where the author uh, Kelly Williams Brown stated that, uh, and I quote, just because you don't feel like an adult doesn't mean you can't act like one. I'd, Can I throw this out there that there's also yeah. a college in Portland, Maine I that, that is yeah. basically an adulting university where yes. we as millennials can spend our hard-earned, <laughs> well-fucking-worked-for money to go learn how to adult and make a dentist appointment and do all these ridiculous things that I'm, I'm not even going to say that our parents should have taught us how to do, but that by observation... 
we should have been smart enough to observe how to do these things. I am so going to ask you that because that was the one thing that I have down here in, my, in the bottom of my notes about that, about that university and the fact that they have to teach you guys stuff like that. Oh so so more, the funny thing is, is that more traditional magazines like older ones, more established ones like Forbes and Cosmo have recent articles basically trashing adulting as a form of an excuse for growing up or taking on what's considered more adult responsibilities. So I think, me personally, the question is, is the millennial generation's accepted label of the natural transition period between adolescence and adulthood helping or hurting them when it comes to making this transition? Now, from the Cosmo article, I'd like to read this to you. I'm I'm totally teeing you up on this stuff. So from the Cosmo article, they say, adulting is a terrible fake word. Uh, that implies that being an adult is not necessarily uh, a part of growing up, but rather a life choice you're hesitant to fully buy into. It's a singular millennial, especially female, immaturity that reduces being a grown-up to a hobby. If nothing else, <laughs> if nothing else you do, you seem like a stereotypical millennial living in an entitled fantasy land where actually growing up is like your hobbies, optional. Totally. Saying, adult, saying adulting is sure to do that. Now, there was a May 2016 survey by the Pew Research Center that found that 32% of adults ages 18 to 34 live at home, which, as we've gone through over and over and over, this is the highest percentage of like almost ever. Like In the 60s, there was only 20%. Now, many of us don't need to worry about going to the grocery store uh, because our parent. Now, I'm talking as a millennial. Many of you guys don't have to go to the grocery store if you live at home because your parents... I've already stocked the fridge. You don't have to think about paying the cable bill. Uh, growing up may feel optional because for many of you, it is. They think that this whole adulting thing uh, for women explains why they're seemingly more likely to use the term uh, because it does trend much higher w- uh, with women. And um, saying adulting doesn't only undermine our talents and makes us sound entitled, it also affects our superiors' perceptions of us. They th- they think that it may seem like you're bragging or you're you know you're talking to your friends and you're doing these things and they haven't got to that point yet, uh, which kind of rolls into the fact that I spoke to a number of my millennial friends. And uh, in speaking with them, uh, there was a variety of different life circumstances that they're in, but it seems like the term is used more by women the the one the people that I've talked to in my little sample and is most predominantly used to soften the blow of one friend being further along in the adult transition than the other. Yeah, with for both sure. Of, with both of them having some level of fear that someone will be left behind or that someone will appear to have grown out of their fun or out of their spontaneous spontaneousness or out of their party mode and into having to take on more responsibility or having to do laundry instead of go out on a Wednesday night. That right. type of a thing. Grow so, up. All of you grow the fuck up. This, right? this is, so, the, I mean, you are answering all of your questions. If, if, a if, a mentally stable and developed millennials listening to the show right now and listening to all these rhetorical questions that you're obviously asking, because we're going to chat about them next, they will, answer your questions like that with the snap of the finger they will know how to explain where they're at why millennials use this term why those certain particular millennials use those terms i mean it's just ridiculous to me i don't it's, dig it, is, it. it it is totally ridiculous to me so i, I just want to make i just want to like before i let you loose because i know you're going to go nuts on this thing 
I know, and I hope you do. I just want to let you know, everybody, to know that if you go to the blog post or the the um, the post where every all the links take you to get to the show, um, I'm going to have all the links to all those articles if you want to read them. And I'm also going to have all these show notes and all the fun stuff that we say. Now, Lex, I want to know what's the deal? Does your generation fear? Becoming an adult? Is that the deal here? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Not only does our generation fear becoming an adult, a lot of our generation, and I think that um, we've seen it firsthand with a lot of stuff that's been going on. I mean, we have we are we are in the era where Mr. Donald Trump is our president. And I think a lot of people we talked about this on our political podcast is voted for him because they were afraid and they thought like I we spoke on that is they didn't want to have to rise to above mediocre. I'm not even saying great motherfuckers. I'm saying a little bit above mediocre, <laughs> Just slightly above mediocrity. They didn't want to do that. Is that what you're saying? Right. They didn't want to do that because they were afraid. <laughs> Um, but I do want to start with this article. You sent it to me. And in my head, when you're like, hey, Lex, read this article. Um, I was like, no, I hate all these stupid fucking articles written by millennials that I read. Some of them are very awesome. Some of them I'm just like, come on. This is published on a, you know, real lucrative magazine. And these these chicks need to go back to school. But this Cosmo article on adulting was amazing. It was great. I loved it. Really was great. I liked it. About it, and you know what? I feel like in my space, I've succeeded when Forbes and Cosmo are on your side, so to speak. Yeah, are 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 on my side because I've I've read these articles since I was a little girl. I would have to sneak by Cosmo so that my because my mom, you know, it's like ten ways to have the best orgasm. I wasn't reading Cosmo for that. I was reading it for these types of articles. Just just for the um, record, I did I sneak uh, by Cosmo too, but it was for different reasons. <laughs> Anyways, this article was great. So if you guys want to go ahead and go to uh, JavaBud.com and check out the article, you'll love it too. And I think it'll give you some great insight, um, other than what we will be talking about today. So basically, um, what I kind of wrote down when I was trying to create some notes about this topic was why is it easier for millennials to complain more about what they don't know how to do or what they're struggling at than than to express gratitude for the knowledge that they have taken in? Why what is do you it? Think? E- I mean, I think that they're scared. So I think that they're going to say they're really bad at something so that when they eventually learn how to do it, it's going to either seem like they learned quickly or they they exceeded expectations. Yeah, I can I can certainly see that. I can also see the fact that a lot of people, especially women, you guys you guys have a hard time bragging or seemingly like you're bragging, or, you know, and, and that's and I mentioned that a little bit earlier. I think that might have something to do with it. And right. You, and you don't it brings come across me back way, it, you know, to people get bring, bent. Yeah, it brings me back to the most popular movie, Mean Girls, where the popular girls are talking about like, oh, I look so fat in these pants. Oh, my God, this lipstick looks horrible on me or whatever. And they look at Lindsay Lohan and they're like, aren't you going to say something bad about yourself? And she's like, (laughs) oh, I have really bad breath in the morning. It like it makes me think about that because and I've been around it for a while now is that there's always something to complain about. There just always is. But what I'm trying to teach my clients and what we're trying to express on this podcast is 
that, yeah, every, sometimes there are going to be things that are wrong and sometimes you are not going to know everything that you wish you knew at that moment. But always think about the shit that you do know. Why can't you walk into uh, a group of friends and be like, yo, I just got an A on my test. Or why can't you just be like, I just made this awesome lasagna from this Pinterest recipe and it came out amazing as opposed to like stoked that you fucking made ramen and you're 28. Like that's whack. Is there is there some level of assumption that if you go out and you do that those types of things with your friends that they may think that you're more of an adult? Is it more of a comparison thing between you guys and, and, and certain groups, depending upon where somebody is with their job or where somebody is in regards to having their own place versus still being at home? I think a lot of people don't have the pride as maybe they did before. They don't have the pride to be stoked about a new job or to be stoked about the raise that they got because it's going to separate them from their peers and they're going to be in this uh, this solo, lonely little category by themselves and maybe their loser friends, sorry to call you guys that, but maybe their loser friends aren't going to want to hang out with them. I think that's a direct result of our mentality of the last 20 years of racing to the middle is what I think. Instead of yeah. instead of focusing on people that are excelling and letting them excel, we race to the middle to create some level of homogeneity. So nobody feels bad about being the the less intelligent one in the class. I think it has a lot right. to do with that. And it's and it's a sad state of affairs because I, I and to be honest with you, I, I've never experienced that growing up ever. As, well, okay. as, a, as a Gen Xer in, in my generation, never experienced that because it wasn't something that we had to label. It wasn't it wasn't a transition period where we felt as though there needed to be a categorization when we came across different stuff at different times of our lives. And we had an expectation that everybody came across different stuff at different times and our buddies and our friends and stuff. And we never compared each other because I was the first one to get my own place. Right. So I'm just wondering what the hell is the is the the real benefit of creating this this new layer this adulting layer uh with you know with i mean i think guys. social media has a big part of it i think that everyone always wants to post something on social media if you're single and you want your crush to see a picture of you drinking wine and eating fucking cheese strips that you would normally put in a grilled cheese and it's like funny you know i get it i get the satire behind it wine and cheese i get it you don't know how to cook but i think there is something neurologically to these people that get stimulated from posting this post and then hoping that their crush likes it creating a conversation piece the next time you run into them it's like oh like they maybe bring up oh i saw your dinner you know real responsible of you and then i could just picture the girl being like hey adulting hashtag adulting but not just writing it saying it you know and i the think fact, you're onto something on that i, I mean really the do. fact that i can i i can create this imagery in my head of that scene as I'm speaking on it, shows that it is all too common, not in my world, but I mean, I'm I'm in all different types of worlds every day. And I see I see that very relevant to people's conversations. I see hashtags being thrown out there verbally, which is fucking weird. And <laughs> I, you know, and I also a... see that people use social media as kind of a social crutch because they don't know how to be social um, human to human. They're, they're more 
brave behind the computer and they think that it's like it's like when a girl's really good at basketball but she tries to pretend she's bad at basketball so that her crush can come and and show her how to shoot a jump shot you know Like, Mm -hmm. don't do that, kids. That's not cool. I think adulting is the millennials' crutch for not really reaching the standards of brilliance that they're capable of. And it's fucking sad. Yeah, I can see that more like an excuse. I can also see, I think you have a great point when you talked about it almost being a layer that was invented to fill the vacuum of space and time needed to create new things to post about and new things to get uh, reactions on and likes on. I think that makes a lot of sense because without that, I mean, there would be a lot less things to uh, commiserate or to connect with your social group on, especially going through that period of time. Right. And you know what? I don't want this to take us away from all of the entrepreneurs out there because we've talked about this a million times. I'm proud to be a millennial because we are really reinventing what creating your own career career is. We aren't just stuck in these nine to five positions. And a lot of times if we are, we are creating our success while we're working nine to fives, which makes it even harder. Following so I don't want to take pursuits, away. Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. take away from that because there are those millennials that I dig so much that are doing all of that. But as I read in that article, um, she was basically saying that when we all all of a sudden get this job and it's a nine to five and it's like you post pictures while you're in your cubicle of your lunch break and you're like haha adulting nine to five like you sound fucking boring maybe instead of posting those pictures during your nine to five come up with a business idea to get you out of that nine to five and like i said i don't i honestly don't think it's hurting as much as it may sound like it is because the only people that it's hurting is the people that are using that term and really like living by it. I think it might be a joke. It might be funny. It might be, like I said, a flirting sensation for for a, a social event. It's but, never, right. It's never going to be used the same by everybody. But you did mention that it's being used as a crutch as yeah. well. So I, I mean, I can, well, I can by see people that aren't cognitively aware of right, or where they're going cognitively mature maybe yeah for sure enough uh, because they are maybe at the lower end of the end of the scale i can tell you from the perspective of a gen x or a baby boomer we um and i'll, I'll speak for everybody because you know i can do that because we all share the same collective thoughts on this uh, i uh i i just don't i don't get it because it, except for the fact that it it creates something to talk about other than just creating something to talk about, the stuff that you guys are going through is the same shit that we went through. Now, granted, I will give you the fact that with all the economic stuff that's going on and the fact that you guys have, you guys really do have more financial issues to deal with than we did. Right. I mean, college for me, I'm not going to tell you how much my undergrad cost because, you know, you'd probably punch me through the screen because it was so yeah. cheap compared to how, you know, people, people right now, the average debt out of college is 30000 bucks. Right. But if if we were getting tweets from these millennials or these people saying adulting, if we were getting the tweets that were like, fuck, paying my four hundred dollar a month college tuition loan back adulting, like with a screenshot of their bank statement, I'd be like, fuck, yeah, you're fucking adulting. That's a lot of money. And hopefully you're using that degree. That's fucking adulting. It is. I just I just hate the fact that you have to to advertise it. (laughs) 
I think the, I think that's what that that's what it comes down to because we just didn't advertise it. We dealt with the stuff that came up and and so and that's why I really wanted to get down to the nuts and bolts of it and ask you: Is it? Do you think overall it's it it's helping or hurting or it's just it just exists in a space where it just it's just there and it's something to do? What's the effect? Do you think? Um, on you guys, on your generation, what's the effect? This is the thing. Personally, on me, and I can't speak for everyone. I honestly can't. Some people are affected more than others by the stupidest shit that you see on social media, and that's why it's dangerous. And I would love to do a show on how to use social media for uh, prosperous results as opposed to ones that are going to bring you down. But I think that it doesn't affect me. I mean... When I see hashtag adulting, whatever, it, it literally my brain probably doesn't even fucking twitch one one single movement. Literally, I don't fucking care. But there are people, like I said before, that see it as something that's clever and that's hip right now, and that we should we should inter- incorporate it in our daily conversation. And and that is fucked up because that's going to turn into a mind numbing conversation. And then when you meet someone that is mentally stimulated and here we, here we go into the dating aspect of millennials. When you meet someone and you're like, I can't meet anybody. Why can I meet anybody is because when you meet them and you sit down with a glass of wine, you want to be like, you know, let's talk about adulting and let's talk about whatever, whatever as fuck, you know, like all these stupid terms. I wrote down in my notes that there are so many terms that we shouldn't use as millennials. And I do Such think as? that adulting is one of them. Okay. I mean, I, I don't know because I don't use them. I'd have to look them <laughs> up. But there are so many that I just think that we need to throw out of the window and we need to create intelligent conversation. And I think that if you can't comprehend and read from another human their energy and their where they're going with um with with that process of interaction then maybe you need to step back and kind of and like always we tell our clients is figure out who you really are and why maybe why you're making that joke or maybe why you're using these terms as a crutch is it so that you don't have to evolve right now because you're a little afraid or you're are you afraid for people to judge you or to not necessarily like you? Are you afraid to use a big word when it might not be the right way to use it? You know, you just got to fucking practice. And so I think that we're, we're using these words, these very simple, basic fucking words as crutches to sound, to, to be okay, to be normal, to be basic. Do you think that certain words, let's just just take adulting because we're talking about it. Do you think that exists now because of social media? What if social media didn't exist right now? Like back in my day, when there was no internet, do yeah. you think that word would even exist? No, I don't at all. Why? That's because there's no... Who would say adult? I mean, who would maybe some like funny comedian or maybe some like jokesters that are talking amongst friends, but I don't think that anyone would say adulting. I think maybe they would be like, fuck, I don't want to make this dinner for my family, but they're in town and I have to. I'm being a grown up. Like, you know, they won't say I'm adulting or hashtag. It's just you You would have to create, you would have to create the verbiage with what you have, not with what you've seen on Urban Dictionary. Yeah, and that's why we didn't have the word. Right, so I want to ask you is like, has our economy improved, which I don't think so, but... I know it's changed. Has our economy improved 
that much to where millennials feel like they are a little bit more privileged. So when they do get thrown into the quote unquote adulting world, it's a conversation piece. That's a like great, it's something to brag a, about. I appreciate the tee up question because you just totally teed me up into uh, one of the topics that, that we hopefully I can get you on here to talk about. And it was the one that Christian, the one who won the contest back before the first of the year about the older millennials versus the younger millennials. There is the, the gap between the two is even more distinct day by day by day. And yeah, that's, that is happening. The older millennials are starting to groove and, and statistically, actually, there's a lot of them that have gone into the workforce and now are in middle management or management positions and they're understanding what it needs to take to be able to do this. And I don't think that at all that they as a as a subsection of that generation buy in to this. I talked to one that was uh, one of my friends that was thirty two or three and uh, she's a professional. And she doesn't use it personally unless it's within the context of talking to her younger sister. And she's kind of almost half tongue in cheek, kind of mocking her well, in yeah, terms of totally. being so adulting type of a thing. But in regards to using it as a descriptor on herself, she doesn't do that. I think that I, I think slowly it will start to transition out. And I hope that it does. Personally, I don't think the term helps you guys out at all. I don't think it, I really don't. I, I think there's a better way to go about sharing. I think if there was more social interaction outside of social media, that it wouldn't be an issue. And uh, you just take care of your business and you wouldn't have to share all that crap because most people don't care about you know what you're doing or if you can balance your checkbook. I mean, great. I, I'm really happy for you if you can balance it. I hope you can, but right. I don't care. I but really we don't, don't use checkbooks, Tony. But that, that's what I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, no, for sure. I could balance my bank account on my online baking yeah, system. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because it's all part of the deal. <laughs> No, see I know. another another one of the old school things that are gone by the way said you can't be I can't wait for you guys to be in your mid 40s because when you're in your mid 40s I can't even imagine what the world is going to be like I mean it, in in my time since I, I was from your age uh, computers happened when I was when I was in my 20s the internet happened you I mean, know, Tony, the, even the, in the all past that, 10 smartphones, years, it's blown I know, it's, my it's, mind. It's, 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 it's unbelievable. I can't even imagine what it's going to be like. And then all the shit that you guys are going to have to deal with from the perspective of being the older generation and looking back and saying, what are you guys thinking? Right. But but speaking of that, I think that being an adult and quote unquote adulting, it's a state of consciousness because I know 40 year old motherfuckers that, yeah, they do their laundry and they pay their bills and they have good credit. But I know that when it comes to being emotionally aware, they lack big time. And oh, so yeah. I, I totally think that agree on that the word completely. adult is being able to understand the difference um, between what you got to do to succeed and and when it's time to have fun and let loose. Yeah, that's a pretty basic, uh, good descriptor of that. Yeah, that's a good definition. Right. I, I mean, I could have gone you know, a little deeper, but it's like. No, but that makes sense. I mean, that, that really does cut it, uh, you know, boil it down to the two things you kind of have to do. If you're going to post adulting, be like, I'm, I, I follow chicks and I follow dudes that are younger than me that are my mentors because they're doing this public speaking thing and they're speaking in front of hundreds of thousands of people's all over, people all over the country. And people. And yeah, and people's. And that's fucking adulting, you know? So I Absolutely. think that it's not, this term isn't hurting if you use it 
in the right way. I don't, I mean, I think that that's redundant because I don't think it needs to be used, but if you are going to use it, create your own way of adulting, be like, you know, I just put my first car payment down. And I mean, it's the first, that's a big deal. It is a big deal in, in a society yeah, a where we're, who, all, we're paying back. That's our, the whole point. Yeah. I mean, a- I'm saying in a society where we're, we are stuck, not even with a job that we got our degree in paying back that degree. It was, e- it wasn't easy. I'm not going to say it was easy for you guys to put your first down payment on a car, but number one, it was cheaper there wasn't all this crazy insurance going on. You had medical totally. insurance. You yep. know what I mean? Like it it's is a lot, harder. Yeah, it was a lot so it's a big deal. A yeah. But then that takes us to another issue is like, who cares if you're putting a payment on your car? You know, if you're posting that shit on social media, your mind is completely being numbed on that <laughs> side because you think that that's important. It's that's not. my whole point. That's my whole point. It, yeah. in terms, if you, it, all I ask, all I ask from everybody listening, um, is to, if you go to share something and you feel the urge to put adulting in any form or fashion, then please consider what you're sharing and then totally. consider why we need to know about it. Because to be honest with you, most of the stuff that, 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 that's an example of the adulting thing, which is, Hey, you know, did this or, you know, put a down payment on the car or did that, you know, we've all done that. We've all done that without a lot of fanfare and without a, and without 58 likes. Yeah. I mean, I mean, just check yourself. I mean, if you need to have a bunch of likes and a bunch of comments that you put down a down payment on your car, then I think you're missing something. And I think your focus is on something other than it should be. Yeah. And I think that it's more now you're creating this millennial privilege where back in the day, it wasn't a big deal to do anything like that to get your own place to you know, to create this business that may be making a little bit of money, that that isn't even that big of a deal back in the day. Right now, it's like millennial privilege because, and I don't know why, because in my world, this isn't the thing. I didn't have millennial privilege because I had to go off to school and I had to create my own success because my parents created their success, but I was never given anything from their success other than the tools I need to become an adult <laughs> right? and to exactly. go out which into is, the world which is the right way to do it and to make my own mistakes and to learn from those mistakes. So when this ha- happens, you're creating this millennial privilege and you don't want to be in the privilege category. Trust me, because there's a lot of privilege conversations going on out there that are not positive. So just do your yeah. fucking thing and leave it off social media and stop blaming. Blaming is unacceptable. There is knowledge everywhere. If you need to learn something, if there's something you are unaware of or you're uncertain of and you're afraid to ask your stupid friends because they'll make fun of you or they probably don't know shit either, there are so many avenues to gain that knowledge. Ignorance is unacceptable. Including us. You can always uh, give us an email and uh, or put something on the on the post. Uh, answer any questions uh, that's gonna i think we've beaten the crap out of the <laughs> adulting horse so i'm gonna i'm gonna leave it at that but uh, i do want to mention that uh, the blog post will have uh it, you know from if you click on it from facebook or if you go to javabud.com it will have the links to the articles as well as i'm gonna put my freebie thing up there too and it's the um seven proven phrases to provide more happiness and money and love in your life. I'm going to have that up there too. If you want to click on that and get the freebie and also uh, all of our show notes we're going to have on there. So go to javabud.com and uh, you know, you can find me speaking of social media. You can find me all over social media with no 
and I mean no hashtag adulting <laughs> references whatsoever. And then you can find Lexi at... You can email me at Lexi at CrucialAwareness.com with any questions, concerns, or if you want to set up a free consultation, that'd be awesome. And then hit me up on Facebook, um, Instagram. I do need to get back on Twitter. Thanks for listening. Surrounded by Idiots, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Rate and review, please. Podcasts are booming right now, and um, we're just really trying to make it to the top. To the top, or at least to the middle. A a little bit above mediocre, just that. (laughs) Just at least mediocre. All right, everybody, have a good week. Thank you.